All right. We have got to get this show on the road. Dog is whining about something. It is not my fault. Dog has been out twice. I I have fed. I I have given the requisite amount of attention. At least I think so. I was out quite a bit today. But we, but I am not observing the pattern right now. I know, I know, I get the same thing. So tonight, tonight's show, or today's show is going to be chop chop, because Chewy says it is. Well, Annie's been giving me the evil eye all night long. I posted a picture of her evil eye on my Instagram, (laughs) Pirate (laughs) Alice on Instagram. She has like serious resting bitch face. Really? Or she's got well, a demon to see living inside of her, one or the other. Well, she's a cat, so uh, the answer is B. She's got a demon living yes, inside there, of her. You need to look at this picture, man. I, I will. I will look at this. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go do that right now. Yeah, take a look at this Because my picture. dog can wait. All right, oh let me go God. find your Instagram. Oh, my gosh. You know, when we were in college, would you ever think that Instagram would be... Like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> you, there is a demon inside of my cat. Oh my God, look at that pissed look off Look at face. how pissed she is. And I'm just sitting there watching my show. Wow. Crocheting uh, Harry Potter cauldrons. And wow. she's staring at me, man. Just like Wow. That. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> to the watch list with patty and bill make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts you can also catch up on back episodes and start making your watch list by logging on to thewatchlistpod.com you can engage with us on social media and see exactly how pissed off patty's cat is by going to at pirate alice you can well you can check out how cute my dogs are by going to at bill ivory larson and you can always check out what we've got going on at the Watchlist Pod, and make sure you give us a five-star review if you listen on Apple Podcasts. I am so, 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 so hip this week. Oh, are you now? I have got something so brand spanking new, and then I've got something mod, and then I've got two other things moderately new. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got something brand new that dropped today, and then mm-hmm. two other things that are moderately new. And one one really quick thing that I just want to call out, because I mentioned it okay. on, I think I posted about it on our Instagram, but I also want to mention it quickly in the show. Uh, and one thing I want to mention quickly, a shout out, a huge shout out to Terry and and Matt and Josh, we all went to Quizzo tonight what is and Quizzo? failed misery. Quizzo is just like a a, um, a gathering of people to answer trivia questions. Oh, okay. Out here, they call it Quizzo. I didn't know what the fuck they meant by that either yeah. when I first moved out here. And um, But there are many Quizzos that happen. Some are themed, some are general. And there's this one guy that really does them well. And... We obliterate people when it's a Star Wars um, trivia. But tonight was Ted Lasso. Oh. And 
I, I love Ted Lasso. If you are not watching Ted Lasso, folks, please. Actually, that is worth subscribing to Apple TV Plus for. Uh, but uh, they rewatched it. I had only seen it once, but, you know, I pick up on a couple of things, and we all failed miserably. We were third oh, from the bottom no. in points. So as I was fond of saying tonight, we were there for the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was just a fun time. So I just wanted to shout out Terry, Matt, and, and Josh for thank you guys for such a wonderful time and getting me out of the house. Nice. Okay. All right. So you've got four things? I Just a really quick mention of one and then three things. Yeah. All right. Do the quick so mention quick and then thing. we'll get the shindig going. Yeah. So I mentioned this. Uh, I posted about this on our Instagram. There's a show, a Korean drama on Vicky called Durian's Affair. It's about... Two women from a noble family in the Joseon dynasty, they time travel to present day South Korea. And all the people they run into are like reincarnations of people from the time frame they came back from. This show is absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's like, what the fuck is this? But it's done in such a way that is so masterful that you just can't stop watching this train wreck of a show it it, it it's just so goofy it's like but it, but not everything everywhere all at once no, kind not of. that kind of okay. a thing no this it's like okay. comical like like a telenovela Ah, all right. It, that's how this feels to me. It's like a telenovela. It's like just so goofy and out there. But I can't stop watching because some of these storylines they have are like really like like I gotta know what that what the fuck is happening here. And all right, it's where called, is this again? It's called Durian's Affair. It's on Vicky, and I would just love to have more people to talk to about this because this is just such a crazy, goofy fucking show. I have okay. I have to have somebody to discuss this with because it's just like what is this? All right, it's great though, and you should watch it. Well, the first thing that I have came out today. Uh huh. I I, I I'm batching it this weekend. Laura's out of town at a at a conference, so as always, a shout out to my baby. Hello. Um, but. I was like, all right, she has no interest at all in seeing this movie. I do. I want to review it for the show. Okay. So I went, and it is called The Last Voyage of the Demeter. It is the story of the ship that carries Dracula's coffin from Transylvania over to London. Okay. And is this, where is this? At theaters? This just came out in movie theaters. Oh, I haven't even heard of it. Okay. It it got folks, we are recording this on Friday night, August the 11th. Uh the movie was released on Friday, August the 11th. Okay. And and it's going to sink like a stone. Oh. And I and I don't I don't mean that with any kind of shade. It stars Corey Hawkins and you might know Corey Hawkins from the reboot of 24 Back in 2017, uh, he was actually one of the stars of the movie Straight Outta Compton. He's been in a lot, so you would recognize him. And um, Liam Cunningham is in it, and Liam Cunningham was was in Game of Thrones. So 
so Game of Thrones and 24 are on this ship. And before they know it, they're actually carrying the coffin of Dracula. And, and then the wackiness ensues from well, there. Well, okay. Here, here, here are some observations that should give you a clue about this movie. Now, I had had a kind of, not a rough day, but a taxing day. Mm -hmm. I went to physical therapy for my knee in the morning. I came home, I took care of the cats, and then I worked for a little bit, and then I went back out to this movie. So I was actually kind of tired. To the point where I was almost nodding off in the theater, but not as bad as somebody behind me and somebody next to me. Oh. They full out fell asleep, <laughs> snoring. Oh, expensive naps. The, I, well, at this time of day, it was like a $10.50 nap. Yeah. When you could do that for free. But still. <laughs> but still. Yeah. But I wanted to see it because I love vampire shit, oh, except for Twilight. That's, that's balls bullshit. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I love vampire shit. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to see it because it expands that, that, that Dracula mythos. This is a movie that would have been perfect on Netflix. Okay, yeah. And I'm watching this going, why the fuck didn't they just do this for Netflix? It would have been a really high production value thing for Netflix. Yeah. But... I've been seeing commercials for it everywhere. These little 15 or 30 second spots where I'm like, fuck it. Yeah, I'll go see this. It is not scary. Oh. Uh, if you know the story or have read the book at all, you kind of know what happens. Oh, yeah. And, and I don't want to give anything away, but they sort of set it up for a sequel. That's never going to happen. <laughs> never. I predict that this movie will make somewhere between 15, 15 and $20 million tops and then sink like a stone at the box office. And I was actually asking a couple of people. I was talking to the usher afterward, and he said, it's okay. There was another woman down the hallway who appeared to be like uh, a little bit older than you and me and she was like it was all right mm -hmm. and and if you're getting that kind of reaction after a movie eh. yeah. and for opening day opening day it was in one of their smaller theaters of course it was so trust me Wait for The Last Voyage of the Demeter if you have any interest in seeing it whatsoever Meh. Meh. You could do way worse. True. But you could also do way better. Also true. All right. So the first thing I have is actually, it's a movie that is actually from 2021. I didn't realize it was that old. Dwight found this movie on Hulu. It's called Werewolves Within. It stars Sam oh, Richardson yeah. and Milana Viantrub, who is the AT&T girl. Oh, no shit. Yeah. She's in this? The AT&T girl is in this movie. And oh, uh, Sam Richardson is Finn Wheeler. He's a forest ranger assigned to cover Beaverfield. This is a small town <laughs> where, uh, yeah, <laughs> where all the residents, they're divided over this pipeline that's been proposed for the town. And he becomes friends with uh, Cecily Moore, Milana Van Trubb's AT&T girl's character. And yep. then 
she's introducing around town and then the power goes out and uh, somebody's treasured pet dies and now everybody's pointing fingers at everybody else as to who's this killer and who's going after everybody and who's the bad guy and the wackiness ensues. This is like the goofiest shit. It, it's really very funny. It's very entertaining. I laughed a lot through this movie. 18 Tear Girl is really, she's really good. She's really funny. Very, very funny. Good actress. Well, it's not the first time I've heard that she is a good actress either. Yeah, I I don't think I've seen her in anything else, but I know she, there are other things she's been in that maybe I saw. I don't remember. She she was in Silicon Valley. Okay. I watched. And I've never seen Silicon Valley. I have watched a little bit of that. Okay. Um, so, well, that's good. Yeah. So I should watch this then. Yeah, you'll have a good time with this. This is just a fun little, fun little movie. You know, you're not gonna, it's not gonna change your life or anything. It's just fun, a very mm-hmm. entertaining movie. It's called Werewolves Within, and it's on Hulu. There is a movie that kind of, sort of, changed my life. Oh, yeah. Did you, are you a collector of anything? I got collections. All right. If anybody has known me for any amount of time, they know that I collect movie posters. That is probably the biggest thing I have ever collected. I have collected them literally for um, almost 40 years of my life. Uh, At one point, I collected comic books. At one point, I tried to start a baseball card collection. That went nowhere. (laughs) But the biggest failure of my collecting career, Beanie Babies. Oh, yes. I used to collect Beanie Babies, very specifically the ones that were in McDonald's. Okay. When they did those. And I also bought the Princess Die Little Bear. Oh. Uh, when, that, when that came out. Well, anyway, the reason I bring this up mm-hmm. is because there is a brand new movie on Apple TV Plus called... The Beanie Bubble. And it stars Elizabeth Banks, Zach Galifianakis, Geraldine, oh God, I am going to mutilate her name, mm-hmm. Geraldine Viswanathan, and Sarah Snook. And it is the, it's the story of the founder of the, of the Beanie Babies, Ty, and the three women in his, in his company or in his, in relationships with him that actually made that company what it was, but how he took all the credit for it. It is a credit to Zach Galifianakis for making me hate and deplore this fucker. And I have always said that if you do such a good job at making me hate you in a movie, you're doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. And it's actually nice to see Zach Galifianakis do something other than, say, a hangover movie. Well, he plays Ty, and and the other woman, Elizabeth Banks, and the other two women, and please forgive me for, for butchering that one woman's name. I just wish that this movie was a little more exciting. Oh, yeah? Like, it would have been neat to have almost a half-documentary, half-dramatized thing going on Mm -hmm. 
But as it stood, it, it took so long for this movie to happen. It was like, this movie is less than two hours long. I think it's like an hour and 50 minutes long. But it felt like it was almost two and a half. But it really made me fucking nostalgic because I remember trying to collect Beanie Babies. And I wasn't full throttle. I was not like uh, like Hot Wheeled motherfuckers that are out there now or <laughs> or Beanie Baby people who were out there like ripping boxes open before the people could get them out on the floor. Yeah. <sighs> and then the market crashed on them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you see why it happened. So if you have any interest at all, if you have nostalgia for Beanie Babies or just the time period itself, then watch the Beanie Bubble. And I will say this, too. Apple TV, and we have said it before on this show, Apple TV Plus, the best quality streaming out there. Yes. The best content to for real. I mean, but you like, mentioned Ted Lasso, and we've both watched... Um, hijack and think that that's amazing and oh my god hijack is incredible uh, i told terry about that tonight hopefully she yeah. will go watch that yeah oh and yeah there, apple tv plus well i saw the the what oscar winning movie coda i saw yep. that on there that was on there and uh the, the morning, morning show is a big one and our uh video game guy mythic yeah quest. mythic quest that's another good one and that's just and folks that is just tapping the surface yeah, that is just like barely getting there with it. Yeah. So anyway, the beanie bubble, it's okay. Okay. I just wish it wasn't so, not slow, but a little more exciting. Okay. Well, you're beanie babies. Oh, uh, yeah, but beanie Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how exciting oh, can God. you make it? It's not like an action type of thing. <laughs> There's not but that's, be explosions. But that's what I guess I wanted more. Okay. Because apparently there was one time, and I'm sorry, I will just digress for one moment. Apparently there was a, a semi-truck that overturned on a highway once full of Beanie Babies. Oh, yeah, yeah. And people got out of their cars and started scooping them up. The frenzy was so big. I I yeah. wanted to see more of like that Black Friday rush the doors kind of thing. The frenzy of it. The okay. frenzy of it. Okay. They talk about the frenzy of it. Oh, but they, they never actually show you. But they never really show yeah. you the frenzy. And and I just I wanted a little more of that. So that my blood pressure was not not that I want my blood pressure to go up. Please mm -hmm. doctor, yes, I'm taking yeah. all my pills, doc. Thank you very much. <laughs> But but just to raise that that like thing in you that that builds that tension. But anyway, Beanie Bubble on Apple TV Plus. I was kind of interested in it because a friend of a friend is in the movie. No shit. Yeah, apparently she's opposite Zach Galifianakis in some way. Who's the friend? Her name is Callie Johnson. And uh, it, my friend on her Facebook post t says, I thought he was going to throttle her in her perfect teeth. So I don't know. That's some woman that he's angry at. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I haven't seen it yet. So I'm not sure who Kelly Johnson plays, but she's a friend of a friend of mine. Nice. And she's. I was like, hey, I got I got like a Kevin Bacon connection to somebody in that movie. I better. There check you it go. Out. There you go. 
All right, what's your next right. thing? My next thing just came out on Netflix today. And, you know, South Korea has a lot of zombies. You know, they've Fuck got yeah, Kingdom, and they've got... Train to Busan. Train to Busan. There's all kinds of zombie shit going on in South Korea. Well, somebody's decided that they need a reality show about <laughs> zombies. And it's called Zombieverse, and it's on Netflix. And the contestants are all, like, Korean celebrities. So they've got an actress uh, from the series Sweet Home. She's in it. And then there's a TV personality, a comedian, a rapper, a former baseball player, YouTubers, kind of those kind of celebrities. And they were told, well, there's some controversy over whether it's more scripted than not. But essentially, they were all told there's some big premiere and to come, come, they were invited to this premiere, and at this premiere, which it seems like it's a dating show, um, a girl is infected and bites somebody, and then all hell breaks loose. And and some of these personalities, it's like every man for himself. They run off first person, don't look back, trying to see how anybody else is doing. And the people they've picked are kind of like the typical zombie movie people. You've got somebody who's injured. Yeah, and isn't okay. completely mobile. There's a doctor, like a real-life doctor. They've got siblings to see if they would, you know, really protect each other like they would normally. And then there's, like, a, a military guy in there, so he's a little more, like, the survivalist. And the actress from Sweet Home, she's uh, Lisa Young. She's also a former, like, a former amateur boxer as well as an actress. So she's she's pretty fit and that kind of thing to... Go on. And then everywhere, like, they filmed this almost guerrilla style throughout, like, the big areas of Korea. And then they've got certain locations where it's locked down, like, certain locations where they have a, a quest to do in that spot. They got to finish these tasks almost like video game style before they can move on to the next thing. And the whole time is you've got the zombies that they're trying to figure out, like, some of the zombies move really fast, some can see better than others and what's the secret to the zombies and they just got to survive and okay. it's it is goofy as fuck because you see like there's actors everywhere as zombies they've because korea south korea is the zombie capital they got a lot of zombies so there's a lot of actors in korea who have been zombies so they get make they get full-on zombie makeup and then they just walk around through the whole time they're filming everything, being a zombie. So they get more screen time than they would if they were on, like, a zombie movie. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm confused. So there are actual zombies? Oh, yeah. This is like the zombie apocalypse reality show. And then there are actors being made up to look like zombies. No, there's the contestants who have to stay alive, and then all the zombies who are the actors, like the zomb like the extras who are part of the whole reality thing. They have I to survive okay. the zombie apocalypse. Oh, I see. I'm, I'm sorry. I thought that it was very meta that they were trying oh. to create a show no, no, about no. zombies and then all no, of a no, sudden no. the actual zombie apocalypse happens. No, no, no. It is a zombie apocalypse and these actor, these celebrities are caught up in it Got trying it. to stay alive. Got it. Okay. Sorry about that. If that was confusing right. anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> and right. so they've... and that Which is why there's some... Uh, um, 
controversy. That's where I lost. There's some controversy over whether or not this is truly scripted or if it really if it's more reality. And I think it's a, a combination because there are some stunts that clearly stunt performers are in there doing this thing. It can't just be regular people. Well. So they they well they'd have to stage it in a way. It's not just spontaneous happening. Uh, but their reactions to what's going on, those are, I think, are very real. And when they're trying to work together to solve this particular challenge they're given, that interaction, I think, is not scripted and very real. And they really do immerse themselves into this reality of the reality show, the zombie thing, which is fun to watch. How they right. How these contestants really get into it. They get into it really good. I mean, the, that controversy has been going on about reality shows for decades. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Because if you plant a crew to watch these people, then what you're watching is really not reality to begin with. Yeah. yeah. If at the very base of it, because of the editing that's involved, it may be really what happened, but you're you're creating villains or heroes or whatever based on your editing... Mm-hmm. And like you said, they might be setting up certain instances that obviously had to be scripted. Right. Yeah. But who cares? It's if it's fun, it's fun. And this is on Netflix. You said this is so much fun. This is so much fun. It's on Netflix. There is an English dub track, um, or you can watch it in, in the native Korean with subtitles. I I had it on with the dubbed track first because I was waiting for emails. Shit. Because yeah, shit show this week. Um, so I was, so I could listen to it, not have to force myself right, to stare right, at right. the screen and, and read it. And even with the dub track, it was, it was, it was fun. Oh, good. It was so much fun. I've only watched like the first couple of episodes and there's a different show. I just need to keep watching. So I stopped because Dwight walked away. I thought he wanted to watch it, but he walked And away. what's this called again? This is called Zombieverse and it's on Netflix and it's really fucking funny and very entertaining. You should watch it. Okay. The last thing that I have will win Best Picture of the Year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I finally completed the Barbenheimer. Oh, yeah. And I went to go see Oppenheimer. And and I did that because Laura just happened to also be out of town last weekend. Uh-huh. For a friend of ours's um, bachelorette party. So shout out to Rose and her soon-to-be husband, uh, Mark. So I took myself to go see Oppenheimer. Holy shit, is that good. The hype around it is correct. And I'm going to go on record now, because I think I went on record before to talk about Barbie. Barbie is going to win things like best costume design, set decoration, all of that, right? Oppenheimer is going to win best picture. It is going to be a toss-up for best director, though, because Greta Gerwig could walk away with it for Barbie. Because, you know, you're dealing with basically moving toys, and that's a fun thing to do. Robert Downey Jr. will win for Best Supporting Actor in this movie. He is incredible and almost unrecognizable in his part. 
and for those of you who are not out there, who don't know, it is the three-hour movie about the creation of the atomic bomb. And Killian Murphy will get nominated for Best Actor, carries this movie. And anybody would know him from Peaky Blinders. He is the lead of that. He was in 28 Days Later. Um, he, he has been all over for so long, and he still fucking looks the same. I want his genetic code. That guy has looked the same for 30 fucking years. But anyway, it is, it is just a wonderful feat of filmmaking. And I will say this, though, and, and this is the only warning I will give you for this movie. Two, I give you two warnings. Go potty before you see this movie. <laughs> it is a long fucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Three hours? Three hours. And if you go to the theater, you get the giant like trough of soda. So now yeah, don't gonna... do that. Oh. Don't do that. Uh-huh. Um, there are apps out there that'll tell you when to get up and go to the bathroom in Oppenheimer. <laughs> if you really are that thirsty, th- then go get a soda. Okay. Uh, the second warning is it's loud. Really? Oh, yeah. Now, it- there are three different versions of this movie that are out there now. It's the same movie, not a different cut or anything like that. But you can see it in regular digital, 70 millimeter, or in IMAX. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love film, so I went to go see it in actual 70 millimeter film. And when I tell you that it was some of the best sound that I have ever heard in a theater, but it was loud, it was loud. Mm -hmm. And Laura and I had talked that that, um, a movie we saw recently, and I can't think of it off the top of my head, was so loud it made her ears hurt. Mm -hmm. She would have walked out of this. Oh, wow. Okay. Not because it's not good, but because it's fucking loud. So if you have a thing about loud, eh, take that into consideration. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. Does it need to be that loud? Is it like unnecessarily loud? Even though it's good sound, just they could have turned it down a little bit. There are many things about this movie that are artistic as fuck. Okay. And one of them is the correlation between the universe and music. Oh, okay. And okay. once they establish that, that, you are listening to, oh my God, the score, it will win for best score. I think Barbie is going to win for best original song. I think Oppenheimer is going to win for best original score. Okay. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But there are special effects in there. Mm-hmm. Like... um there are these quick flashes of of like bomb making and 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 just sounds in the universe and and do I know why they're that loud? No, I have no idea what's on Christopher Nolan's okay. mind, but they are loud. They're like sometimes screeching loud, boomy loud, just loud. Okay. And I think he also might have learned a lesson from Tenet, his his last movie. Mm-hmm. Because that movie was so fucking quiet uh, that you could barely hear the dialogue. So at least here, he yeah, corrects that you problem. You can hear what they're saying. You can okay. hear what they're fucking saying. But I'll tell you what. 
and and and, and I don't even know how people see this on the same day as Barbie. Totally different I don't vibe. Really sit through. That totally different time. vibe, and I'm not going to sit six hours in a movie theater anymore. Yeah. I used to be able to do that, not anymore. The most I have ever seen in one day is three movies, and I will never do that again. And that's when I was younger. Um, but uh, please see Oppenheimer. It is so good. It is so well done. It's going to clean up at the Oscars because it's perfect Oscar bait, but it's well-deserved. That and Barbie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're doing pretty good for the year when you've got those two. But anyway, that's the last thing I've got this week. My very last thing is the big, big movie that's, I don't know, like number one or something on Netflix called Hidden Strike. It's the Jackie Chan, John Cena action movie. They are both former soldiers, and they're in Baghdad, and John Cena's a mercenary kind of former special force ex special forces guy he's living in this little town trying to help the people you know mercenary with a heart of gold and he needs money to help the town and jackie chan is uh helping uh to transport these civilians from a fictitious uh conglomerate unicorp that's got has a monopoly on the oil resources in the middle east and so he's Helping these civilians, these employees of that place, uh, be evacuated, and they have to drive on what's called the Highway of Death. Mm, Whatever. Of course. Yeah, and and because there there there's some group who lies to John Cena and his brother that they're just capturing some criminal that's being evacuated, mm-hmm. not realizing that. Somebody's got some ulterior motives, and the wackiness ensues, but after a really long time. No. Oh. The first half of the movie kind of plods along, and it's kind of boring and yawn. But once Jackie Chan and John Cena come together, then it gets wackier, and the two of them and their interaction is a lot more fun to watch. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, you can fast forward through the beginning and go straight to when Jackie <laughs> and, and John Cena work together. <laughs> Because that beginning shit is just, like, boring whatever. Ah, all right. Yeah. Yeah, Well, it was fun enough. You know, the last half was fun enough. Okay. To watch it. It's lots of explosions and, you know, fighting and kicking and unrealistic fighting and kicking and that kind of shit. Well, as as you do. As you do. So Hidden Strike, it's on Netflix. It's okay. It's okay. It won't win any Oscars at all. Really? And it's only as loud as you choose to make your TV. Excellent. Great. <laughs> and it's not based on a toy. Okay. It's not based on a toy or anything real that happened in the world. So. Okay. I do have to complain about one thing before we go. Uh-oh. Peacock. Boy, they suck. So I've always railed against Peacock, and then I've kind of okay. dialed it back because of, of, of the occasional really cool content that they have, like a movie release or something like that. Uh-huh. Well, they just went to their, okay, you're not going to get Pe- Peacock Premium for free anymore if you are a Comcast subscriber. Yep. I swear to you, like 90% of their content went away. 
Really? Or is behind their paywall. Oh. And and I I am a Comcast subscriber. Mm-hmm. Parks and Recreation, which is is my number one, my absolute number one go to for background noise. If I want to veg out, if I just want something familiar to watch on TV, I will always do Parks and Recreation. It is now behind their paywall for premium. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I was so pissed off at that. Like even like even if you have the 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 whatever level with ads? Oh, I have I do not know. I only have okay. the version the free one. The free one. Okay. So yeah, you're okay. probably right. If you pay for at least the one with ads, then you can probably have access to it. Okay. But I'll have to check cuz I I'm still paying for that shit. But I went from having everything available on Peacock, including their new release movies, to seeing that little stripe on the little the little icon saying, "Nope, you got to pay. You got to subscribe. Subscription, subscription, mm-hmm. subscription." And they suck. I pay Comcast a fuckload of money to have internet and cable, and they can't throw me a yeah. bone. Yeah, and really. and give me their content to stream. So they suck. Okay. If I could drop them, I would. But I at least get some things for free, and I can't drop them because I get it anyway. Right. I mean, I could delete the app. Yeah, you could do that. Because I am not going to pay for it. But anyway, that but I would suggest deleting it. Probably, yeah. Because if I can't watch, really, there you want to watch, so right? If, if I it can't, just pisses you off the more you look at it. Yeah, that's true. All right. Yeah. Well, that's it. Nice quickie show today. Yeah, I, that's all I got. I'm not gonna. I, I probably won't go see anything in a movie theater for a while because I can't believe I've seen that many things in a movie theater in the past <laughs> like fucking six weeks. Yeah. You've seen a lot. I've seen a lot. Which which is Oh, there's one thing I really need to call the fuck out. Okay. Okay. And this is only going to be important to people who live in New Jersey. Oh, okay. Okay. But not so but not so direct that people who listen to and by, and by the way, for the hundreds of people who have downloaded our show all over the world, thank you. Thank you. Literally, literally, people, hundreds of downloads all over the world. Thank mm-hmm. you. AMC theaters should be ashamed of themselves. They should. I went to go see Oppenheimer in 70 millimeter at a theater called the Cherry Hill. Mm-hmm. Now, my friends who know me, meaning Terry and and our usual bunch, they will know exactly where I'm talking about. It is a theater that only some of their houses were retrofit with cool, swanky seats. Mm -hmm. The theater that I was in for Oppenheimer, the number two movie in the world, while in a larger house, the, the technology crested with them with the armrest that popped up. But I was still in an old seat, non-reclining, non-pushy seat, right? They put the three-hour movie in the shitty seat screen. In the regular seat theater. 
But that's not. This is why I won't go to the AMC near nearby here because they don't have the good seat. They still have those shitty seats. Yeah. And those are fucking narrow ass seats too. Yeah, they're narrow. I was lucky. I was blessed by God Himself because I had no one sitting next to me for two seats, so oh, I nice. could lift the armrest up. And as you well know, I have had a knee replacement surgery, mm. so you miss not just the width of the seat but the length of the seat because if you're able to fully recline like uh, like my favorite theater the deptford and you have the big plushy poofy seats yeah nice recliner seats you've gotten used to those recliners i've gotten used to them too so when i sat down for a three three and a half hour experience because of trailers yeah i was lucky that I was able to stretch out my leg. But yeah. that's not the only reason why. Mm-hmm. Obviously, after a three and a half hour experience, you might need to use the bathroom. Yeah, you're gonna. It was deplorable. Oh. Nasty. With a capital nasty. Gross. Like, re- like gross. I won't even tell you what I saw. Like the person hasn't gone in to clean it in like a week? Correct. Shit. And I'm wow. not just talking the urinals, I'm talking the stalls. Oh. Uh, I will never, ever go to that theater again. Okay. Public service announcement for those people who live in New Jersey, in South Jersey... But also, if you are going to see a theater, or going to see a movie in a theater, and you're going to spend your hard-earned money, be comfortable. Yeah. Get all the amenities you can. And I pray to God that you do not look like me and and need like an yeah. extra six inches off your ass and... And all of that, and and I have really long legs too. So even if I was thin, I still yeah, would have still long legs. I would leg, still yeah. need to stretch out my legs. It's an investment, people, is what I'm saying. And you deserve better than the experience I got seeing the best picture of the year. The only thing that was good about that was the presentation itself. Other than that, the experience was. Oh. All right. Anyway. I hope you guys have a better week. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to watch now. I peaked for 2023. (laughs) Yeah, apparently you have. (laughs) Uh, But everybody, connect with us on Instagram and all the other socials. Uh, What theater is nasty to you? Do you even go to theaters anymore because they're nasty? Let us know. But anyway, thank you for subscribing to us. We, we, we appreciate every single listen and download that we have. Yes, we do. And we will catch you next time. Okay, okay bye. bye.